Amen. So Jesus must have taught them the order of the kingdom. That's what they have to ask. All of this, when will this thing be? And how is it going to come? How will this kingdom come? So we must understand the order through which the kingdom of God will come because this thing is a pattern. It was written and gave to Moses. It was written, gave to David. So David handled the order, the pattern. And when you get the pattern, it takes obedience. That's why anybody that was a part of the kingdom, one of the trademark is obedience. One of the most difficult things in life is to obey. Do you understand what I'm saying? I may ask you, Sister Sheila, take this chair here. I'm coming. Let me finish what I'm doing. I'll do it. You have not obeyed. In the kingdom, obedience must be instant. Let me finish what I am doing. What happened? You have fronted your will. You have fronted your will. The major thing in the kingdom, you see, it's very important that we understand. That's why that word, unto him shall the obedient of people. That's a wrong translation. Unto him the obedient people. Obedient people. As obedient children. And that is one thing about David. Anytime David gets a word from God, he must carry it out to the detail. And that's why David was concerned to know the will of God in detail. David does not need it partially. He wants it in detail. Have you ever studied this? Uh, some, God, I have heard that Saul is coming. Huh? It was told him. That was, uh, I think, um, first Samuel 23 during the battle with uh, Kelia. He went and they helped them, assisted them, and they won. And they came and told him that Saul is coming. He didn't take it for granted. He went to the Lord. He wanted to know, is it distraction? Or is it real? He said, God, I have heard that Saul is coming. God said, he said, will he come or not? He has to be detailed. God says, he will surely come. He asked God, will the people of Kenya deliver me into his hand? He said, surely they will. And he escaped. So we must be detailed in the will of God. In knowing the will. Now because if you get it partial and sometime God will deliberately give you word so that to know how you seek him, to, how you seek his will. Now because if you don't have it holy, there's a tendency when you don't know what else, you try to do your own will. When you don't know what else, that is when to wait upon the Lord for the next instruction. Moses got the will of God. Moses, he built according to the pattern. He never bring his own idea. He never said, let us try this. We have tried so many things. We have tried so many things. I have a, a friend of mine. My God, after a time, he said, Pastor, the Lord said I should go to Uyo. He left for Uyo. Two months, he said, the Lord said, is Onisha. He came back to Onisha. After a while, he called me again. The Lord said I should come back to Lagos. I said, that's a confused God. That particular God, that particular God must be confused. He must be confused. Because, you see, you don't walk with God on assumption basis. Let me repeat again. God is never committed to what he has not said. Never. There is no ambience you can create around what God has not commissioned you and God will back it. It's impossible. Because that thing is not his will. That's why I somewhat like that scripture that David served his generation according to the will of God. In Psalm 73, he said, Thou shalt guide me 
Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel. And afterward, receive me to glory. In other words, you will lead me every day of my life. I believe strongly that Samuel said that thing in his heart. Because that word of God he received ended in Jesse's house. Go to the house of Jesse and anoint one of his sons. Didn't he know who to have anointed? Didn't God know? Didn't God know? Why didn't he go to the house of Jesse and anoint David to be a king? This is how it is. Because God, God won't give you everything. Not because to keep you in fellowship. To keep you in dependent on him. Because if God gives you everything, you disappear. You become like the prodigal son. Give me everything that is mine. <laughs> let, me, let me leave. So God won't give you all. He give him part. Here a little, there a little. Here a little, there a little. So God keep unveiling. As you are going deep, he's unveiling. As you are going deeper, he's unveiling. Deep, call it unto the deep. That's why one of my favorites, uh, you, know, you know, Bible verse is uh, a seed that you walk circumspect, not as a fool, as a wise. Understanding what the will of God is. You may be expert in knowing what the will of God is. It may confuse you. Your expertise may be, you have gotten it right hundred times. Let me just go like this. You may err. You may err. For the purpose of getting the accuracy of functionality, God has to keep a prophet in Israel at all times. For that purpose, because God does not want anything that is not his will. I keep saying that. You must be prophetic. I'm coming. Let me just lay down one, one or two things. Praise God. Do you realize that one of the atmosphere David kept is the prophetic atmosphere? Huh? That's one of the atmosphere. Look at the life of David. Go and study scripture. There is no place you see David that one of the prophetic testimony is not there. If God is not there, Nathan is there. If Nathan is not there, Zadok is there. If Zadok is not there, Abiata is there. So that they will, he will mix it. One of the assignments I gave them in church two Sundays ago, I gave assignment that everybody in this church, you must have five fervent believers as friends. Five men full of Holy Ghost. <laughs> Don't joke with it. I'm speaking this out of experience. Some of us make mistakes by the kind of friends we have. Some of us are weak that spiritually but when you have five friends, you may be thinking something. Someone will call you. I have one friend I was sharing with Tony Brown. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm weak, he just fire call, man, man, take care. The moment he calls, he starts with tongues. The moment he calls, he starts with tongues. He keeps... He doesn't care whether you have eaten or not. He, he, don't, he doesn't care about that. So you must have five believers, at least five. At least five. Keep them. They are your treasures. They are more than people. Listen to me. God will bring them. Sometimes you are confused. I have, I, I, a, a day I was confused about something. I have two options. I was just thinking of this thinking. And some, this guy just entered. And say something very casual. And that was a word of faith. I picked that. It's turned me into the next action. It's turned me into the next action. When Ariok told Daniel what happened, the Bible said Daniel made the things known to his friends. He made it known. So you want to know God's will. 
and your friends are those guys at Oshodi. They are your friends. And you want to <laughs> you want to consult them. Do you have somebody? Things you call. What is the Lord saying? Which Lord? That's what they ask you. Which Lord? I'm not in that one. I don't understand. Praise God. Sir, can you come in? You want to say something? Give him the microphone. Thank you. You said? What's the explain now? Okay. Praise God. So, now, what I'm saying is this. You must have friends that are godly. Yes. Yeah, you always have them around. That's why I love Papa. Sorry to say it. When I met Papa for the first time, I was looking for Papa's friends. I discovered that Papa's friend then was that's Philiok, Pastor Bala, eh? <laughs> Pastor Bala, Pastor Moses. The man just surrounded himself with pastors. Everywhere he's going, we're with him. Everywhere he's going, Apostle Moses was he's with him. But uh, and all of those things. There's wisdom in that thing, in case you don't know. Let me tell you something. There are some friends that will move out of your life. You will make mistakes in your life. Some of them are there. You may see them as burden to your life. But they are doing something in your life. God positioned them there. But you don't know. God positioned them there. Keep them. Blessed are they. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the castle of the godly. Nor seated in the seat of the, nor, nor standard in the ways of sinners. Some of us still have sinners as our friends. They are born again, but they are sinners. Born again. Sinners are those when you stay around them, you will sin. They will tell you how you don't have church members. And they are pastor friends. They will tell you how you have not, how you don't have this car. Before you know, talk to air begin to come. To your heart. No, the scoffers. See, he's calling himself apostle. See, he's calling himself apostle. <laughs> they just mock what God is doing around you. They mock what God is doing around you. Sometimes God put his treasure in the midst of mockery. Sometimes God, look at the treasures of God, where it was. The Bible says, by faith, Moses esteemed the reproach of Israel. Greater riches. So God kept that riches in that reproach. You must be spiritually sensitive. So that you don't miss something spiritually. You know, I, I think I've said it. One of the things, wh why I had problem, why growing up, in my JS2, JS3, I was ex, that is mathematics. Eh? My, it, it, you know, they will come and ask a question in class. The teacher will say, even you, Arube. If nobody answers, say, even you. We challenge ourselves. We have competition. And suddenly, one of my friends, we, 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 we always challenge ourselves, now change school. When he changed school, I met another guy. Socrates. <laughs> we became friends. The day we became friends, the following day, by 7 a.m., he was in my house. Brought cigarettes. And put yellow man. Do you know yellow man? Huh? May the Lord help you. The man that sing, you know, <laughs> God made man. Man make money. Satan made woman to corrupt man, money, man, smart, day, woman, smarter. 
<laughs> this guy came. We became friends. For one week, we don't go to school. <laughs> Two weeks, we don't go to school. We are smoking, playing Bob Marley. I'm enjoying myself. We brought money. We go out, we eat, we buy clothes, all of those things. It's amazed you a whole time I didn't go to school. Exam time came. I didn't know my class. <laughs> I'm telling you this thing before the Lord. I carry exam came. I carry my desk. This is a, a I think SS actually SS2 then SS2A SS2B. I said probably this one might be A or B. I, I kept it in between. Kept it in between. In fact, when we are registering for Wayek, we are going line by line, registering. When I came, they said, hey, they don't start coming. They checked my name. My name was not there. They said, go and check your form master. I went. He said, oh, you are Arukwechi Kodri. I've been saying, who is this? Who is this man? Who is this boy? That was the first time he was seeing me. They started just looking for my resource sheet company. I narrowly escaped. Now, why am I saying this? Because <laughs> somebody left my life. He was, he was like a god. David talked about the companion of the righteous. In Psalm chapter 119 verse 17, he said, they that love thee, they be glad when they see me. They be glad. So never joke with the association of the saint, the company of the saint. Behold how uh, pleasant it is for the brethren to do it together. There's something that flows. There's something that you will drop. It opened me up to the next phase of my life. That's why they have it. They call it the Manchild Company. It's a Manchild. It's a company of Christ. In the realms of God, they don't do things alone. They do it in company. There's something about fellowship in Godhead. That's a fellowship of the Godhead. When Jesus was there, you know, we turn everything upside down. Huh? That's why church run Babylon system. Recently thought of me, do you know that in, in, in some churches, a pastor is not allowed to visit his, his church member. It's against ministerial ethics. Okay, you don't know. You didn't study ministerial ethics in your school. Huh? You don't eat in your church member's house. But I, I, recently I began to study Jesus. It was Jesus that was visiting all of them. It wasn't them visiting Jesus. Let us go to Lazarus' house. Zacchaeus, tomorrow I'm coming to your house. So just Peter's house, he went there and he, the mother-in-law, and they were breaking bread. From house to house, having fellowship. But this is against ministerial ethics. It was Jesus. That's what the Bible says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went about. He was going to people's house, healing them, praying, having fellowship. If it is in our days, we say it's a fool. When Paul said, conform not to the systems of this world, you don't know that that world is very weighty. Because church have crafted at the system of this world and anointed Make it holy. And make it holy. Because, you see, it is very easy to veer to the natural without knowing. And anything you, you embrace the order of this world, God is not there. And these are those that say, now we might be saying them, 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 but it's us. Huh? We might be saying them, them, them. That system you are running is it the system of God? Therefore, 
you never do my will. Because in the kingdom of God, the most significant thing is not even what you do for God. It's not what you do for God. The significant thing is that you are in alignment to his will. That's the most significant thing in the kingdom of God. Lo, in the volume of the book, I come to do your will. Papa, I have something to chip in here. Are you coming in? Okay. Praise God. Praise God. So, the matter of the will of God is vital. Otherwise, David will miss it. That's why you see people dying anyhow. Most of the people that have died, they say it's God's will, a lie. Pure lie. So, let's just, let's just assume that David went ahead and built that temple. He will surely die because it was not his allocation to build it. Solomon must build it because the counsel of God must stand short. The counsel of God must stand short. That's why you must cross-check and submit everything to God's will. You must submit everything to his will. Let them under the feet. Every knee shall bow. That's a good idea. Excellent. Any man will say, that's the right thing. Now the Lord had given David rest on every side against his enemy. Brought him to rest. Wow. Let me build a house to appreciate this God. That's a good thought. I will say, go ahead, sir. Me, I will tell you, go ahead, sir. Even Nathan saw the idea. He said, wow, go and do all that is in thy heart. Like I said, at that point, Nathan was not prophetic. That's why <laughs> you as a child of God must be careful at all times not to be drunken with wine. Because when you are drunken with wine, you won't be prophetic. Moses said that I desire that all God's children Though the word say are prophet, but we all can be prophet. The right interpretation, all God's children are prophetic. Prophetic is inside in the mind of God, having access to the mind of God. I wish all God's people will have access to the mind of God. So at that point, it wasn't. So as a child of God, it's not every time that you're prophetic. Like I said, Elisha, he said, what is troubling this one? The Lord has hidden it from me. At that point, but he was a prophet. Now, because when you are not prophetic, you can take a step that is not of God. Some group of people, some association can make you to devise means. You know, it's easy to devise means. Huh? When you stay with people, you go to there. Have you visited pastors' friends? Eh? When you come back, you are angry with yourself. Okay, you have not. Yeah. Huh? You have not gone to a place, huh? a meeting. Pastors were talking. All of them came with Jeep. Where you want to go? You want to wait for all of them to go. <laughs> I've been there. I've been waiting for all of them to go so that they wouldn't know how I come. I've been there. When you go back, you get angry. You want to do a prophetic meeting. You want to, you, you want to do everything. You just want to make it now. And he that is in the haste will never be innocent. He that is in the haste. So that company has made you to hell. That's sometimes there are places you shouldn't go. There are places you shouldn't go. That's why I have to come to a place where your legs are crucified. You come to a place where your hands are crucified. Even your lips are crucified. Have you seen people in a quest to be known as prophet, they prophesy falsely? One of the things I don't like is to introduce me when I go to teach. You see, because there's a way that in enter head sometimes, if you're not careful. He 
here comes a man of God. This was the man that prophesied it came to pass. This is a man, the word of God in his mouth. He's a prophet of our, our generation. He will tell you everything. And the man walking does see it. Because you must meet that. You must meet the standard of your introduction. You must at least measure up small. Even if you did at least let me prophesy so that they will still know I'm a prophet. You don't even need to prophesy. Your teaching is prophetic. Your prophetic teaching is enough. It's very, very enough. Your prophetic teaching. Man, because it's easy to miss the man-child company. Because in Revelation, he said that we are ascending. We are in the ascension order now. Right? He said, but the dragon eh, drew his tail to pull them down. And don't think that's a level you reach that Satan will not be coming to. Satan fought Christ until crucifixion. Even he would have given up when Christ was at the cross. But even at the cross, if you say you're a son of God, come down. <laughs> If you are son of God, come down. At the cross, you would have said, okay, he has died. <laughs> Even at that point. He said, if you are son of God, come down. Not only that. So Satan will devise means to make you not to be part of the man-child company. One of the questions people want me to answer one save, save forever, or not save forever. I have the answer. Because you can't handle the answer when you don't understand the patterns of scripture and the jubilee and all of those things. So why giving partial answer or answer that will, will, that will throw them in, in, a, in a confusion more? So our desire is to meet the standard, the requirement of God. Now, because the man child company, when John saw, John said, measure it. He has a measure. He has a standard. That's what he said, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So you can get to near measure and not the very measure of Christ. So you can get to the near measure and not the very measure. So that's why they have to come to Hebron. For the final preparation. You know one of us saying, what differentiated the bright church, the Manchester company, and the hallowed church? You know what differentiated them? Preparation. That's why the first time I hear that word, preparing the bride, I say, yes, that's a good one. I said it inside my heart. Because what differentiated is preparation. Because he said that the bride had made herself ready. Watch David. David was preparing himself for the throne. David went process of preparation. But Saul never. Saul never. Jesus the same. So when we are not preparing... The bride had made herself. It's a preparation. The five wise virgins prepared themselves. Even the seven angels prepared themselves to sound. So preparation is something that we must take serious. And when you don't prepare, you will fail. Many people proclaiming the mountain company will come short of it. I'm telling you truth. God's truth. I'm telling you because some of us, we don't have the stature to handle the wise of the devil. You know what the wise of the devil is? You think it's a joke? You think it's a joke? Devil can make you to keep in malice. And you don't even know that you're just keeping such malice. Sometimes you just rise up against someone. You don't have reason. It's something inward. 
That's why there must be a preparation. The bride had made herself. So you must come to Hebron. Saul was a king without order. Saul was a king without, without preparation. And you see it in his life. He was there when Goliath was troubling the whole Israel. He was hiding in the trench. He was hiding. But David was of a different order. David was, the, his preparation has given him the mind of God, the life of God. He could, a son is one who represents the father, who acts like the father, who takes action like the father. 4 John 2, 6, he that says about him ought himself to walk, even as he walked. Listen to me. What hindered Israel not to enter the land? You know what hindered them? Huh? What is in their mind? What was in their mind? I have made this statement, your heart is under divine inspection 24 hours. 24 hours. Your heart is under divine inspection. When God look at their heart, God said, no, let's allow them to die in the wilderness. They can't take Canaan. But Joshua and Caleb say we are able. God said, yeah, keep these two. They will enter. Preserve these two. Preserve these two. When you begin to prepare your heart, when you begin to prepare your mind, because sons are those who will come to manifest God and reveal God to their creation, just like Jesus came. When Jesus came, they were seeing the expression and the fullness of God. In fact, one day Jesus finished talking to Zechariah, no man has ever spoken like this. No man. So we should be entering the realms of God day by day. We should be entering, pressing into that realm. When Jesus said no man has been to heaven, what was he saying? No man has entered this realm, this life. No man has entered this life. And you can't, David didn't just come and challenge Goliath. He had torn lion, he had put a bear, the bear, and all of those things. He came out with that divine audacity. What am I saying? Hebron is a place of preparation. Hebron is a place of association. Hebron is a place where we come to do business in reality, not with pretense. Pretense is not allowed at a certain realm in God. Pretense can be allowed in Pentecost. God allows so many things in Pentecost. Honestly. God allowed it, and it was foreshadowed. That's why a Pentecostal man can carry a lot of ladies. He's still laying hands, and signs are happening. In fact, a man came to one uh, that fellowship, pray, prophesy, did all kind of miracles. My friend gave him 5,000 naira check. He went back and had zero at the back. I'm telling you the truth. Unfortunately, the, that account, 50,000 was not there. Unfortunately. But God allowed him with his power. God allowed him with his power. If you see the kind of leavings in Pentecost, that, that's why when we begin to join in Pentecost, James came in, wherefore lay aside all filthiness. Wherefore lay aside all of the superfluity of nothingness and then receive the engrafted word of God which is able to save your soul. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of the soul. So any soul that must come to Zion must be landscaped and decorated and furnished with Christ. And furnished with the twelve toes of Zion. We must be furnished with 12 stones of Zion. Go and study what those stones represent. Study them. Chrysoprasus. The strength to say no to sin. You know, it takes strength to say no to sin. Yes. Yes. Right. 
Not like one of my, my friend in the Bible school. He went to Buttercourt. He came back and said, Pastor, one girl have defied me, but it is not me. <laughs> she defied me, but it is not me. <laughs> not that kind of strength. Strength to say no. That's, that's Christian. So that strength must be functional. Christian like diamond, the wisdom of God. I'm a testy. Impartiality in judgment, standing on what is right at every time. Belly stone, meekness of the spirit, meekness of God, not false meekness that we have everywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm not a pastor, I'm just a bro. Hmm? I'm not a pastor. Uh, I don't like to be introduced as an apostle. You know, sometimes when you have a program, you introduce some people, mistakenly you escape somebody. I did introduction, I escape, escape one humble pastor. After the meeting ended, I remember, I saw he said, hey, humble brother. He met me and warned me. <laughs> you introduce everybody, you just miss me out. I won't be in your program. Not that kind of meekness. Not that type of meekness. The saddest soul, the faith of Christ. That Paul said, I live by the faith of the Son. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Praise God. So Christ must be garnished in the soul of the man child. That's what we come to. I mentioned five. Go and buy Divine Predestination. That's my, my book. You see it there. I wrote all of them there. Interpreted them. I, I have a, a new book in uh, Amazon now. Audacity of Dominion. Francis, order that book now. At least let me see how it is. <laughs> I have uploaded nine. But I, I, I have not seen one. <laughs> Praise God. But people are buying it. Many people are, are buying it and testifying that it's, it's good. I'm trusting God that somebody I know should buy one, so I will see. But I, I think I should buy it from Amazon. Praise God. So which other one mentioned them? Let me be telling you the meaning. Jasper is the light of the revelations of God. You live by the revelation of Jesus. Emerald is eternal life. The life of God that has removed corruptions. No corruption, no lie. So the life of God have taken over you. That's Emerald. To pass the peace of God that passes all understanding. It does not matter what is happening around you. They are outside of you. They have no power to destabilize you. That's why Jesus said, in the world, there'll be persecution, there'll be tribulation, but in me, you have peace. Isaiah chapter 32 says, in that day, a man shall be like a hiding from the rock, from a tempest. Things will be happening around you, but inside, you are calm. Inside, you are calm. Doctors say all kind of things. One scripture neutralizes them. Huh? Sapphire represents truth. Truth. Every child of God should function in truth. It's a bluish color stone. That's why in the old Israel, every male child must put blue tassel on his shirt to represent I walk in truth. So you should walk in truth. Then Charles Sidoni. Charles Sidoni is dominion. Having dominion over anger. Some of us. Haven't <laughs> you seen somebody who is in tongue? One girl just passed. And this point, 
He has no dominion. These are realities. These are realities. He finished sharing the scripture. As he lived here, somebody told him, anger, what, what? anger just carried him like a paper. He has no weight. No spiritual weight. No single weight in spirit. He can talk. He can Pentecost condition us to talk. Pentecost condition us to talk. You can talk in tongue for 10 hours when you come out. Anger. Just shake you. Let's check whether anything enter. Malice will shake you. Let's check if anything enter. Okay. Um, sardonics. The joy of the Lord. That represents joy. That represents the joy of the Spirit. The joy of the Lord with joy. If Satan wants to kill a man, and listen to me, if Satan wants to kill a man, he will take away joy. When joy is taken away, you can't access any spiritual thing. You can't. With joy we shall throw waters from the well of salvation. You can't access the things of God without joy. That's why I said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Our strength is joy. Nehemiah said, make sure that everyone give to anyone that does not have for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let there be joy in the camp. Let everyone be joyful. Paul came before Agrippas with chains in his hand. When he stood before Agrippa, he said, oh King Agrippa, I thank myself happy this day. So the chain was not in his heart. I thank myself happy all King Agrippa Rejoice in the Lord. And I said, how can somebody in the prison be writing you as I say rejoice? That to tell his state. Yes. Jacinth. Huh? Jacinth. Jacinth is a reddish color. That's why when I read Final Quest, I wonder if even Rejoiner understood the Revelation that we're showing them. He saw stones, blue stones, red stones. That red stone is speaking of love of Christ. It's speaking of the love of Christ that passes all on that. I have a reason to be angry with you, but there's a joy that passes that reason. There's a joy that surpasses that reason to be angry with you. Hasn't he finished? I've said everything. Any offering for me? Huh? Any offering? You give me offering. Which will give me offering? <laughs> Praise God. So you've taken me extra mile. Hallelujah. So now, when we talk about the nature of Christ, that's why you see Christ always 12. Huh? Christ is the tree of life, right? And the psalmist described the blessedness of a man as a tree of life that produces fruit. Then in uh, Proverbs 11.30, he now tells that those fruits are righteousness. Are we together? Then Isaiah chapter 61 tells you, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me as anointed me to lead it, and all the work ended where? That they may be called the tree of life. So all the salvation work is to make you to become the tree of life. All the workings of God, all the operation is to make you. And Revelation chapter 22, which is the end of the scripture, now told us that that tree has 12 manners of fruit. That tree, that's why there are 12 loaves of shoe bread. The shoe bread is 12. So anyway, you see 12, you're talking about the government of Christ. The life, the life of Christ is the government of Christ because when the life of God is ruling you, you are under that government. When the life of God is ruling, you are under that government. So they have to form that life. 
That's why when they came there, David gave the first son and called him Amnon, which means that to further this cause, we must pledge faithfulness. We must be faithful in this cause. So when we are coming to Hebron, we are saying that this cause we come to pursue, we must be faithful to it. No pretense, no lackadaisical attitude. God will testify that you are in for this business. God have to say to Satan, I, I just saw God in heaven cross his leg. I'm doing it like this. Have you considered Job, my servant? Can such a testimony be made concerning you? Francis, you have something? Have you considered my servant? Have you considered Job, my servant? Hallelujah. Have you considered? So what I'm saying in essence is that the totality of this life must be formed. A place of faithfulness. And here is where God is judging. All of us still have some things. Some things. Huh? That's a second son called Chilia or Dan. Mean that God will judge the work of flesh. So God will judge the work of flesh. Everything that is in us because God will not bring us to Zion with infirmity. He will not. They don't enter Zion with infirmity. That's why when they get to Gilgal, they have to circumcise all the people so that uncircumcision will not enter. For flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither do corruption inherit it. It can't inherit it. So they have to circumcise. That's why when we're entering the most holy, we have to come at the altar of incense. That's why when we, when we go to the Feast of the Tabernacle, we have to come to the Feast of Atonement. So all the patterns are laid down for us to follow after. Then after Chile, who is? Second Samuel chapter 3. You read it from there. I think uh, Absalom, God is our peace in this journey. Hallelujah. Now, sons were born to David in Hebron. The first was Amnon by Ahinoman. We don't need to explain their mother's name. Uh, amen. Uh, his, uh, his second son, uh, Chiliab, by Abigail, who God judged the husband for being a fool. Nabal, they, you know, all, all of these things you see here, they are deep, deep revelation. This camel, they are deep, deep things. They are not just here for being sick. After God is my peace, the son of Makar, go on. The son of Makar, go on, go on, go on, go on. Uh, the king of Geshu, the fourth is Adonijah. Adonijah means the Lord is God. We must understand that the Lord is God in this journey. We are not submitting to any man. Over our affairs, our decision, over this kingdom, we are talking about it is not the kingdom of David. It is not the kingdom of any of his son. It is the kingdom that God is Lord. The Lord is God himself. And the fifth son is Shepatiah. That's where he comes and said, God, God has judged us. He has judged every of infirmities. And then Etria means excellent people. That's the perfect man in the measure of the stature of the fullness of God has emerged. That was the end of the source in Hebron. Then when they came to Jerusalem, he got back to Shemaiah, which is announcement. So these are the people that will announce the kingdom of God for the endless expectation of the creation awaiting for the manifestations of the source of God. So the source of God has emerged to declare God's kingdom upon the earth. God bless you today in the name of Jesus. Can we appreciate any question? In the absence of that, we just thank the Lord and go. Okay. When you were saying that somebody will do you something, like five people will hear it, is there anything wrong in telling people, as in, like maybe Sunday offended me and I'm telling people about it, maybe for counseling or for, is there anything wrong in that? 
You know, God, God searches the heart. God knows when you are going for counseling to become, their sense of counseling is to become better. Do you understand? That's the essence. So God knows when you are seeking an advice and when you are complaining. They're not the same thing. When you are complaining and when you are seeking for advice, they're not the same. Of course, you see, um, if your brother offends you, let's go by the um, scriptural way. If your brother offends you, well, you let it with him. Huh? Even in Isaiah chapter 58, God ignored Israel's prayer and fasting because of pointing hands. When they say, God, what have we done? We are righteous. We are righteous. We're a nation that seeks righteousness. What have we done? We fast and pray. You are not hearing us. Wherefore have we, you know, your God now have to open up and say, is that the kind of fast I want? If you stop all of this, you know, all of this pointing of fingers and all of this thing, you know, you share your bread with the hungry, these are the kind of fast that I want. Sometimes we complain to prove innocence over the matter. Sometimes we complain to show that we are not wrong. Am I communicating? So there are reasons of complaining Point in hand. But if your brother offends you, go to him straight. Somebody has offended me. I just, you know, called him. This what you did that is wrong. I shut it down. But if he refused to accept it, the Bible says, take your brother to him. If he still said no, take a church. <laughs> That's the order, right, Pastor? That's the order. You say? Somebody you cannot talk to. Me, I can talk to my MDO. <laughs> I say, excuse me, sir. I didn't like this. <laughs> That's a wisdom that God will give you. <laughs> Do you understand? You know, uh, somebody has to find herself to go and talk to David. <laughs> you understand scripture? Somebody have to disguise. David said, no, Joab sent you. <laughs> Amen. Joab sent you. So all of those things, um, yeah, I think you should understand what I'm saying, you know. It, uh, one of the complaints I talk is just to proving innocence and all of those things. But if you are seeking for advice, that's a different thing entirely. Praise God. Amen. Oh, Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. We bless you for the entrance of this word. For the entrance of your word, give it light. Thank you for preparing and equipping us as a vessel of the end time. We give you praise. We honor you. We honor you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me, uh, when we talk about end time, don't be thinking about unnecessary event. End time event is the emergence of you and I. You are the others, uh, people that invite me for, is, you know, a kind of, that's a summit to come and talk about the end time. For the end time is the sons of God. God bless us in Jesus' name. Thank you. Oh, okay, communion. Father, we thank you for the bread. We bless it as we partake of it. We partake of your life. In Jesus' name we pray. But take your communion. Hallelujah. Um, Francis, is that your visit today? Okay, but tomorrow is Perez. Tomorrow. Okay, on Zoom.
Okay, just on Zoom. Which time from which time? Which time to which time? 11 p.m. to 12 p.m. Okay. So the youth can connect on Zoom. Um, Perez is tomorrow. Please, I would like us to, um, most especially um, um, those that stay in cave, please let's, um, let's try to plan for tomorrow video. So do whatever things you want to do and rest on time. Rest on time, please. I wouldn't want in the situation whereby they will be waking you from sleep or call to call you out from the video. Either maybe either one will maybe may tie you rope, <laughs> tie you rope and carry you or pour you hot water. So please, let's I want us to plan for tomorrow VG. Plan your heart, prepare yourself. You know, just plan your day. I think it's wisdom for we to plan our days. You know, plan your day. Go to bed on time so you can wake up strong and wake up healthy so whatever you can be able to, we can be able to, you know, fire on in the spirit. So please, I want to beg us again. Let's plan tomorrow. Tomorrow is prayers. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think either maybe Istangozi may lead us tomorrow. Oh, you agree? Okay. Okay, Kingdom Praying Women, um, this week, um, I mean, next week, Wednesday, let equally plan, plan for uh, Kingdom Praying Women. Um, you can watch online, and equally men, equally, um, you are invited. It's not only women, men also are invited. So please, and equally, let's share the flyers. Um, let's share the flyers, please. Hallelujah. Um, any other announcements? Saturday is preparing his bride. Hallelujah. Um, prayer retreat is the end of this month. Hallelujah. I think that should be order on 27, Abby. Okay. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm accurate. 27 to 29. Please let the quality plan for it. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's share the grace. If you have your offering, you can give your offering, either you can give online or give um, um, you know, through the ministry account. Hallelujah. Okay, let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Spirit, rest and abide with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shalom.